Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and welcome to the seventh installment of the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, the only independent outlet dedicated to covering high school hockey in our region. As you know, my show officially launched at midnight on Sunday, January 1st, 2017, and to date, it's been listened to or downloaded over 3,000 times. The support and response from the hockey community has been both incredible and humbling at the same time. My show would not be successful without your continued support, and for that, I am eternally grateful. So I just wanted to share the story about how this show came to be. By now, it's pretty obvious that I'm a huge hockey fan. There's even a sign in my bedroom which reads, We interrupt this marriage to bring you hockey season. I am a very frustrated Ranger fan who suffered with season tickets through the quote-unquote dark ages from 1998 till 2004 where we missed the playoffs every season during that stretch. I met some really great people along the way during my time in Section 407 before the renovations, so stick taps to Danson Larry, Steve, Chris, the Statman, and Mr. Kleinman. Afterwards, I moved down to Section 314, and now I catch a game every now and then up on the Chase Bridge, so a big shout out to Christian, Anthony, and Greg. Anyway, I've been getting more and more into podcasts lately, mostly about the Rangers and the NHL. I subscribe to Game Misconduct by Don LaGreca, Rangers Blue Line by SNY Rangers, and Blue Shirt Radio by Jim Cerny and Scott Charles, just to name a few. So initially, I was going to host a podcast about the Rangers. My good buddy and diehard Ranger fan, Joe Tuckman, who can be found at Joe underscore Tuckman on Twitter, broke my heart by telling me that no one would listen as I have no access to Ranger players, the coaching staff, or management. After wiping away the tears, I realized Joe was right. I didn't have the access, contacts, or knowledge necessary to be taken seriously as a Rangers podcaster, but there was one hockey-related area where I could leave my mark. Growing up in Suffren, I have very fond memories of packing the bleachers of Sportorama on Friday nights, and after becoming a school counselor in Suffren, I got back into hockey during the Mounties' historic run to the state championships in 2010, 2011, and 2012. In fact, eight of the 11 seniors who were on that 2012 state championship team were my former students, and I was there at the War Memorial in Utica every year to soak it all in. And after witnessing the sacrifice, passion, excitement, and dedication on display firsthand, I was hooked. So after a lot of consideration, research, and discussion with my wonderful and understanding family, I decided to try my hand at podcasting about high school hockey. I bought the equipment, and on any given weekend, you can find me and the infamous Ranger Onesie covering the sport rinkside. So far, my travels have taken me to Sportorama, Bear Mountain, Westchester Skating Academy, Brewster Ice Arena, Playland Ice Casino, the Ice Hutch, Homics, the Palisades Ice Rink, Ice Time, LaGrange Field House, and Ebersol. I have yet to catch a game at Murray's, but that's definitely on my bucket list.
As I hope you can tell, covering high school hockey is truly a passion of mine, and I'm excited to keep improving and developing my show as the season rolls along. I also recently received media credentials from the New York State Public High School Athletic Association to cover championship weekend in Buffalo, so you can now include the Harbor Center to the list uh, of rinks where the Ranger onesie will make an appearance. I've interviewed a number of players and coaches so far this season and have had a lot of interesting off-the-record conversations with great hockey people throughout the region as well. So as long as you all keep listening, I'll keep talking, as this show has always been for you guys. So let's jump right into the opening face-off. With the regular season quickly coming to a close and playoffs right around the corner, I wanted to dedicate this episode to looking back at our favorite memories and moments from the 2016-17 season up to now. And later on during the dump and chase, we'll get to hear from fans, players, parents, and coaches. Let's take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. This is Sam Seltzer, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now back to the show. Now it's time for Around the Rinks. With the final days of the regular season winding down, the quote-unquote powers that be in Section 1 will meet to work out playoff seedings and matchups, and the postseason officially begins on Friday, February 17th. So here are the results from Monday, February 6th through Sunday, February 12th. Harvey beat Monroe Woodbury 5-2. Brewtown defeated Greeley 4-1. Fordham Prep beat Monsignor Farrell, 6-5. John Jay defeated Rytown Harrison, 6-1. Hen Hud Haldane beat Pauling, 9-0. New Rochelle defeated Mount Pleasant, 6-4. Pelham beat Mamaroneck, 4-2. Clarkstown defeated Scarsdale, 2-1. Rye Country Day School beat Fieldston, 8-1. Suffern defeated John Jay, 2-0. Mayapak beat Pauling, 7-5. Rivertown defeated East Chester Tuckahoe Bronxville Edgemont, 5-3. Iona Prep beat Chaminade, 8-4. Rye defeated Pearl River, 7-1. Mamaroneck B beat Nyack Tappan Z, 6-5. Clarkstown defeated Rye Town Harrison, 4-3 in overtime. New Rochelle beat East Chester Tuckahoe Bronxville Edgemont, 4-0. Scarsdale defeated Iona Prep, 4-1. Rye Country Day School beat King, 9-2. Suffern defeated Clarkstown 2-1 in overtime. Pelham beat Messina 5-1. Mamaroneck defeated North Rockland 6-0. John Jay beat Scarsdale 3-2. Brewtown defeated Pauling 7-1. Mayapak beat Brookfield Bethel Danbury out of Connecticut 8-0. Rye defeated Norwood Norfolk 4-2. Rye beat Salmon River 2-1. St. Anthony's defeated Fordham Prep. 4-0. 4-0. North Rockland beat Greeley 5-2. Chaminade defeated Iona Prep 4-3 in a shootout. Mamaroneck B beat Mount Pleasant 6-5. Somers North Salem defeated New Rochelle 3-2. Henhud Haldane beat White Plains 6-4. Mayapak defeated Rytown Harrison 4-1. Pelham beat Potsdam 7-2. Rivertown defeated Fox Lane 8-2. Brewtown beat Lakeland Panis 9-2. Portsmouth Abbey defeated Harvey 5-0. Worcester Academy beat Rye Country Day School 4-1. St. Anthony's defeated Fordham Prep 6-2 to sweep the best of three semifinal series and now advances to the finals. 
Stepanak beat St. Francis Prep 3-2 in overtime, and will play Game 2 of the semifinals on Monday, February 13th, out in Flushing. And in Hudson Valley High School Ice Hockey Association action, Washingtonville beat John Jay 3-2 in overtime. Washingtonville also defeated FDR 4-2, and Cornwall beat Arlington 3-0. Washingtonville and Cornwall will now face each other in a best-of-three championship series. Game 1 is uh, set for Friday, February 17th at 7.45 p.m. at the Ice Time Sports Complex in Newburgh. Game 2 is at the Civic Center in Poughkeepsie on Saturday, February 18th at 6 p.m. And Game 3, if necessary, is also at the Civic Center in Poughkeepsie on Sunday, February 19th at 4.15 p.m. The specific schedule for the New York State High School Championship has not yet been released, but all games will be held at the Kiwanis Ice Arena in Saugerties from Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. There will be three teams competing from the HVHSIHA and five teams from the Suffolk County High School Hockey League. You're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, and we'll be right back after this. Now it's time for the dump and chase. Earlier in the week, I asked players, coaches, parents, and fans for their favorite memories and moments from the 2016-2017 season so far. And here's what they all had to say. Uh, The Rivertown Legends said, My favorite moment was Matt Brianti dressing and skating in warm-ups for the last time as a senior after missing the entire season with a fractured L1 vertebrae. Corey Benaway said, I think it had to be when my freshman defenseman Gavin Golisano scored his first goal or playing in the Carmel Hockey Fights Cancer Game. Kieran Varga said, getting to play at The Rock and in Central Park this season. Vincent Spazianti said, scoring the game-winning goal in overtime versus Lakeland Panis. Jackson Schultz said, Winning the first Mayor's Cup against White Plains and scoring my 100th point in the same game in front of a huge home crowd. It was a really special night for the whole team. Jacob Greenberg said, It would have to be whenever our team wins in overtime. We actually had a really nice overtime win the other day against Joel Barlow. Rebels Ice Hockey said, When we tied Brewtown. New Rochelle Hockey said, Our selfie. Monroe Woodbury Hockey said, my Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast interview. Dylan Cool said, our win against Suffren so far. Kian Keohane said, it's tough to pick. Being new to Harvey, uh, it all probably has to be the bond with the boys I have right now. We click so well. I'm so glad I came here to meet new people. Patrick Flatley said, probably the home opener against Pelham, especially seeing how they're doing now. Chris Graham said, my favorite memory of the 2016-2017 season so far would probably be beating John Jay 3-2. It was just a fun game to play and very intense. Harrison Gadansky said, 
my overtime goal against North Rockland. Michael Galgano said, playing at the Prudential Center. Alex Herman said, it was being able to play in the first game of the season. I was really happy to get the team's season to start on a high note. Mike Spano said, winning the White Plains tournament, that was our first in program history. Gehrig Hauser said, having two goals and two assists in the 6-5 win over Horace Greeley. Sam Smith said, definitely the Mayor's Cup game. Nothing compares. That was a very fun game and for a good cause. Plus, we got some nice jerseys for the game. Clayton Zuck said, my favorite memory of the 2016-2017 season so far would be uh, winning the White Plains Guy Matthews Thanksgiving Invitational Hockey Tournament. Michael Carducci said, smacking Suffren 6-2 in their rink. Ryan Kirkpatrick said, Beekman Town. Jake Sheckman said, bringing the toys down to the hospital. Definitely something I'll remember forever. Sam Seltzer said, my favorite memories so far are probably tying Mamaronek and somehow going 0-0-2 in the Great 8 Plus 1 tournament and still winning. Henhud Haldane Hockey said, tying a great Mayapak team on our senior night while our seniors put on a show. Nobody believed we could go in there and be in that game. Stepanak Hockey said, on ice, defeating White Plains High School in the Thanksgiving tourney. Off the ice, organizing an adopt-a-family program by collecting toys and home supplies for Christmas within the winter sports teams at Stepanak. Somers North Salem Hockey said, our family skate night. So many people came out and supported our program, along with an upset win in front of a big crowd and our modified team. A player who wished to remain anonymous said, My favorite part of playing this year is not only playing for the team, but for the community as well. Alex Ruggiero said, Beating Glens Falls in OT. Mayapak Hockey said, When Gianfranco Police netted a natural hat trick in a span of 73 seconds against Shaker Colony. Albert Kramer said, Robbie scoring two goals against Clarkstown at Murray's, including the winner in OT. Tying Mamo was also a highlight. Michael Battaglieri said, This season is full of great memories, but if I had to choose one, it'd be either the win against Rye or John Jay. It was such a great feeling beating those two teams because of how much hard work we put into putting ourselves on the map and beating those teams who were ranked in our Section 1 powerhouses. Both games were competitive and close, and just the coming together of the team after those games made us more than a team, but a family. Will Brunner said, taking on John Jay in the Coach Mac game, that was really special to honor one of our program's founders and to play against some of my buddies. Evan Camus said, probably one I scored versus Pelham in the first game of the year. Pearl River Hockey said, playing a game at the Prudential Center in New Jersey. Kyle Foresta said, beating North Rockland in overtime. Brewtown Hockey said, the North Rockland win for sure. A follower who wanted to remain anonymous said, I'd say the grade 8 plus 1 is up there for moment of the year. A lot of people may not remember, but there was a time when Section 1 teams didn't get to jam-pack their schedules with upstate teams. Teams wouldn't travel down, and upstate teams saw our teams as quote-unquote lesser competition. To see so many perennial state powerhouses vying for a spot to face local teams now just shows how far the section has come. Dubset Puck said, coming back from being down versus Mount Pleasant and winning 6-5 in overtime. 
Jared Slattery said, Definitely the road trips with the boys. Being a senior, that is one thing I will miss. Peter Seolis said, Probably when we beat John Jay, just the feeling of relief and excitement after we won was pretty incredible. Trevor Gagliano said, Beating North Rockland in the second game against them to redeem ourselves and win as a team. A follower who wanted to remain anonymous said, Overall, from a team aspect, the Rye Mamo and Rye John Jay games. Rye was on the wrong end, but the heart and desire the kids showed against top programs was great. We lost to Mamo in OT. Rye outplayed and outhustled John Jay and never stopped playing. Andy Tolbert said, Favorite moment, Brewtown upsets North Rockland. No one gave us a chance. Tim Frosel said, The Brewtown win over Rytown Harrison on a shorthanded goal with 30 seconds left in OT. Rytown Harrison beat Brewster in sectionals last year. Durs Faithful said, The Kramer OT winner. Jude, a.k.a. Harvey Hockey, said, Can't say I have one, but between you and me, just watching my son play in the same old barn that I did 42 years ago was a great moment. Seeing the same people that were here back then and talking to them about the great games uh, that were played here just like it happened yesterday. So I cherish every moment he is on the ice. I wish it would never end. Charles Berger said, There are many, but my favorite was probably handing out flyers for our mattress sale with a group of freshmen. We strategized about the best way to approach a stranger and pitch them. We discussed life skills instead of hockey skills, and we got better as the day went on. I'm lucky to have such a great group of kids. Hockey-wise, it's when Eric uh, Mayorano scored on an empty net to seal a 4-2 victory over Rivertown, a culmination of of a lot of hard work with a W as the reward. Sam Whitehouse said, The game we beat Rytown Harrison because we came together as a team for the first time and really gelled, playing as one unit. Our defense was shut down and our offense was unstoppable. As some of you said, it's hard to pick a favorite moment from the 2016-2017 season as there are so many. But for me, it's pretty easy. It came on January 1st, 2017 as I was uploading my very first episode of the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast. And the rest, they say, is history. And I'm really looking forward to the postseason getting underway. On next week's show, we'll get into some playoff predictions. Will Mamaronek repeat as New York State Division I champions? Is this finally Pelham's year to win states? Is North Rockland for real? What about Byram Hills, Rytown Harrison, and Brewtown? Who's your dark horse? Which team was the biggest surprise? And was there a team or teams that maybe fell short of expectations during the regular season? You're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, and we'll be right back after this. Oh, oh, Clarkstown plays. This is Will Payne, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now back to the show. What's up, everybody? You know who it is. It's your boy, Trav, and I'm pleased to be joined by two members of North Rockland's varsity hockey team, junior forward Dylan Cool and junior forward Luke McMillan, and they're about to spend some time in the box. We're coming to you from Sportorama, party room one to be exact, so shout out to Gary and his crew for giving me a space to work out of tonight. Thanks for taking the time to sit down with me, boys. How's it going? Good, how are you? Pretty good. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Um, 
just the atmosphere of that, all the fans, um, just the celebration after we win, and just competing against all these fellow um, high school hockey players. Uh, I have to agree with them. I think playing in front of a big student section is always fun. Uh, with your family and friends there, it definitely you get loud and intense. Yeah, you, you can't replace like a travel experience with, with especially the last two games between, mm -hmm. let's say, Suffern and you guys. Yeah. place was packed. You know, Monday night, Tuesday, doesn't matter. Uh, Pre-game meal? Uh, chicken parm and pasta. Okay. Same exact thing. Right? <laughs> and that seems to be kind of standard yeah. amongst yeah. The, uh, the hockey ranks here. Do you have a specific pre-game routine? Yeah, um, I always um, drink uh, some C4, get my get my blood flowing, take a take a nice like. I go to the bathroom for a good amount of time, should I say, <laughs> and then go on a little run, get my blood flowing, and just suit up and get ready for fight. Okay. Uh, I think music's definitely in the category. We head outside about an hour before the game, throw the football around for a little bit. Get our mind off the game. I saw a little bit of your pre-game throwing the football around. Is that what that big orange cord is for? Is that for like the speaker in the room yeah. or something? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, who's your biggest rival? Definitely suffering. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, hands down. Uh, toughest rink to play in. The comics is pretty tough. Yeah, I haven't really played a lot of rinks. Okay. Considering I just transferred. Um, What's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you if you're going on a road trip, even if it's over to BIA or if you're going, you know, you know, I know you guys went away. You guys went, did you guys go away over? Mm -hmm. right. So what's one thing you want to bring with you? You got to make sure you have on the bus. I think the speaker and football. Two okay. Of the biggest things. <laughs> definitely, definitely like some snacks. Absolutely. <laughs> I've heard phone charger, portable battery, pillow. All right. Um, who's the best dressed player on the team? I would have to go with... Uh, cool over here. <laughs> I was going to say, the first time I saw Dylan this season, he had the vineyard vines going. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that. How about best flow? Ooh, I think McMillan's got yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, I'm jealous. I'm jealous <laughs> of that flow that McMillan's got there. Uh, best selly? Oh, wow. Either. I think Luke Morris yep. had a pretty nice yep, one. Yeah, nice one against the <laughs> suffering. Okay, I'll take that. Most embarrassing on-ice moment? Getting laid out in front of a big section. Okay. Well, um, I would say probably, uh, I don't even know, probably like uh, getting caught against uh, uh, the boards when they're opening and ripping my pants. Oh, that's, 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 that's a rough one. That's pretty embarrassing. Um, all right. Describe your team in five words or less. Family. Uh, passionate. Okay. I mean, I'll throw a few in. I mean, I, I've been fortunate enough to watch you guys over the last couple of years. You know, I've referred to you as a dark horse before. I, I've said it before on, on other podcasts, on other shows. You guys have a combination of speed, skill, snarl, solid goaltending. So I think, you know, that, that win against Suffern a few weeks ago, I think that that was a, a statement win, and, and the rest of the section needs to be put on notice as far as I'm concerned. Um, favorite sport to play besides hockey, if there is one? lacrosse baseball okay nice favorite professional hockey player past or present Ooh, marty st louis patrick kane all right patrick kane's been getting yeah. a lot of love uh favorite professional hockey team 
Rangers. All right, Rangers. I like that, <laughs> especially with the onesie here. So I appreciate you guys taking the time out. This is your boy, Trev. You're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, and that was North Rockland Varsity uh, junior forward Dylan Cool and junior forward Luke McMillan, and we'll be back after this. As our seventh episode comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Stick Taps go out to senior forward Nick Kozilak of the Burnt Hills Boston Spa varsity hockey team for becoming the third player in team history to reach 50 career assists in a 4-2 loss to Thousand Islands, Alexandria Bay on Saturday, February 4th. Stick taps go out to the boys Suffield Granby Windsor Locks Wildcats hockey team and the Suffield Girls Club hockey team out of Suffield, Connecticut for dedicating their games on Saturday, February 4th to the memory of Robert Bobby Calabresi, who passed away at the age of 23 after a long battle with a congenital heart condition. Both teams held a moment of silence in Bobby's memory pregame. From what I understand, Bobby worked behind the counter at the Enfield Twin Rinks and was always super positive, enthusiastic, and helpful towards everyone he came into contact with, both on and off the ice. Stick taps go out to senior forward Dean Bauman of Clarkstown's varsity hockey team on earning his 70th career point in a 2-1 win over Scarsdale on Monday, February 6th. Stick taps go out to members of the College at Brockport men's hockey team for meeting with 16-year-old Peyton Walters of Kendall, New York on Monday, February 6th. Peyton was seriously injured in a hockey game back on January 22nd, and on Monday, February 13th, there'll be a fundraiser held at Jimmy Z's Plates and Shakes located at 53 Main Street in Brockport, where 20% of each order between 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. will be donated to the Walters family if Peyton's name is mentioned. Stick taps go out to uh, Clarkstown Varsity Hockey's goaltender Tim Cavanaugh on earning his 47th career win in a 4-3 overtime victory over Rytown Harrison on Wednesday, February 8th. He now has more wins than any goalie in Clarkstown history. Stick taps go out to New Rochelle Varsity Hockey's goaltender Alex Herman, who earned his second shutout in as many games in a 4 to nothing victory over Eastchester Tuckahoe Bronxville Edgemont on Wednesday, February 8th. Stick taps go out to Courtney Hardy of the Madagon Girls hockey team out of Massachusetts on becoming the third Madagon player in the last two years to reach 100 points in an 8 to nothing win over St. Joe's on Wednesday, February 8th. Stick taps go out to goaltenders Jason Lupp, Joe Samplinski, and Nick Jennings of the Grand Island Federation varsity hockey team for standing tall all season while establishing a tremendous 0.93 goals against average. 
Stick taps go out to goaltender Tommy Spiro of the Mamaroneck varsity hockey team for earning the 50th win and 18th shutout of his varsity career in a 6-0 win over North Rockland on Friday, February 10th. Stick taps go out to the Skinny Atlas girls hockey team from Section 6 on their 2017 New York State Public High School Athletic Association Championship. Incredibly, the Lakers did not trail in a single game all year and finished with a perfect 19-0 record. Stick taps go out to the Norwalk McMahon varsity hockey team for hosting a cancer benefit game versus Stamford West Hill on Saturday, February 11th. Puck drop was set for 5 p.m. at the Sono Ice House. The front of the jerseys will read Norwalk McMahon versus Cancer and Stamford West Hill versus Cancer. In addition, the Sono Ice House made a financial contribution to the event with all the proceeds going to local charities. Stick taps go out to the Freehold Township High School varsity hockey team on earning the 100th win as a program in a 4-2 victory over Brick Memorial on Saturday, February 11th. Stick taps go out to Anthony Capello of the Lakeland Panis Rebels varsity hockey team on earning his 30th goal of the season in a 9-2 loss to Brewtown on Saturday, February 11th. Stick taps go out to the Smithtown Hopog Bulls hockey team for earning back-to-back Suffolk County League championship titles. Stick taps go out to Billy McDevitt and Mitchell Walton of the Geneseo Livonia Avon varsity hockey team, who both broke the Lakers' single-season scoring record with their 24th goals this season, which came in a 6-4 victory over Aquinas on Saturday, February 11th. Stick taps go out to the coaching staff of the Hilton Cadets varsity hockey team for jumping into the icy waters of Lake Ontario on Sunday, February 12th in the Polar Plunge. This marks the 12th year in a row they've participated and all proceeds from the event benefit the Special Olympics. Stick taps go out to the Toms River Blackhawks Hockey Club for hosting the Team Hansen charity hockey game between the Camden County Police Department and the Toms River Police Department hockey teams on Saturday, February 18th. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. at the Winding River Skating Center. Proceeds to benefit critically injured Toms River Police Officer Brett Hansen. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity, and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. That's it for the seventh episode of the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, the premier destination for all things high school hockey related in our region. I'll be at different games every weekend uh, for the rest of the season and during the playoffs as well. So be on the lookout as you never know where you might run into the Ranger onesie. Before I sign off, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding as I look to bring you the best show possible each and every week. Official HV Pucks gear is also available for purchase. You can send me a DM, and I will also pin information on how to place an order on my Twitter page. If you're interested in getting your hands on a hat, hoodie, long-sleeve tee, sweatpants, or a short-sleeve tee, we've got it all. And a huge thanks to my girl, Cheryl Marcus, a.k.a. Lady Von Fury, who can be found on Twitter, at Lady Von Fury, for creating the custom logo and all the clothing, too. 
And if you're digging the tunes that you've heard throughout the show, check out the EP Broken Walls by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. Fracture will be performing live along with the B-Stills and Sammy Canillo on Friday, February 24th at the Nyack Village Theater, located at 94 Main Street in the village of Nyack. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. and the show starts at 8 p.m. I'm also very excited to announce that I've begun working with a sponsor who is going to bring cutting-edge research and technology with respect to athletic safety right here to the Hudson Valley. I'm going to have them on my show before we go on hiatus, and I'm also going to add a new segment entitled From the Trainer's Room to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast beginning next season. I really want to start focusing on the disconnect between science and safety in sports while also focusing on athlete health, protection, and nutrition while taking a look at what happens behind the scenes. My sponsor and I are dedicated to involving athletes and coaches in the identification of safety issues while working with top scientists, physicians, and engineers on solutions. This is your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.